Hola. No, let me stop. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Hey, and guys. Welcome back to the Holy Girl Hotline with your host, Bree. And Sid. Uh, it's a good morning. It's the morning. We never record in the morning. It's 8.32 in the morning. The weather is... Mm. Yeah, it's quite cloudy. It's been so rainy here. Lately, it's been yeah. raining like every single day. It's kind of sad, but... For the summertime, too. Because normally we get, like, scattered showers. Mm -hmm. Like, we get 30, 40 minutes of intense rain. Yeah. And and then then 90 degrees in sunshine. Yesterday, I was giving a campus tour, and for two... Yeah, it was my... I was was, thinking about that! Yeah, it was my first, like... It was my first real one. Like, my first one all by myself, which was scary, but it was really, really fun. And so, yesterday, like, it was from two to four. And when I tell you it rained the entire entire time, time. like, intense rain... Like, needed the, I know. the big umbrella the I whole time. I know. I was... It was crazy. Oh, what's our opening question? Oh, I did have a question for you. Okay. Do I look like a cat person or a dog person? Bro, you're begging for us to film right now. I'm the only I'm, person that can answer I that. I know, but I'm just... no one no, else no, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, based off my personality, do you think that I'm a cat person or a dog person? Oh, your personality. Okay. I just wanted to do ASMR. I'm sorry. I feel like on the outside, like external appearance, you look like a dog person. But once I get to know you, like she seems, like I would expect you to be a cat person. Your personality just screams like little kitties and hugging and the cuteness of it all. But on the outside, you seem like a dog, like physical appearance, dog person. How does my physical appearance get a dog person? I'm curious. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I think it's just like, I don't know. It's just like a vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you just give off. Like, I could see you. If I didn't know you and I just saw you, I would expect you to be a walking a white little fluffy dog. Okay. But like, okay. and not like in a like uppity way. Just no, like, how, like, you know, like the cute little like. No, that's that what friendly. I want. That's yeah. what I want. I, I, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then it, but, after knowing you, I'm like, she would be a cat person. Like a, a cute little kitty, like cuddling. Like I can just see you <laughs> on the couch under a blanket with a cat that you love. So you know what's crazy? Deeply. You know what's crazy? I used to never, I used to like not mess with cats, but. And now you do? But no, but like, look, where I went on vacation, there were a bunch of stray cats. Oh, wow. And I fell in love with them. They were so cute. And one of them started following me and I just like, it just melted my heart. And so I always thought I was like solely a, ca- a dog person, but now I'm like a cat tolerator. <laughs> like I'm not gonna say I'm a cat, cat hater to a cat tolerator. I'm not a cat person, but I, you know, you can tolerate cats. Yeah, like I've never had either, but I I vibe with dogs better just because they're you know their energy. But I would definitely want a dog. But if I wasn't allergic to cats, I would get a cat. Oh yeah, I forgot allergies play a big role here. Mhm. Yeah, cats are the sweetest. Like. You are not all cats, but the personality of a cat I connect with because I'm like, I was going to say you seem like a cat person. Because they just like don't need a lot <laughs> of maintenance. Like they just, they walk themselves. I'm like, do you, you want like- a kid? Or because remember <laughs> last episode when you were talking? <laughs> I want to, if I have a kid, I want he or she to already to be, be like 16 cat. years old. Oh. <laughs> she said, yeah, they walk themselves. They, walk they themselves. take themselves out. Like they themselves. Like. <laughs> 
Yeah, that is true though. And litter boxes, yeah. like you don't have to train a cat to go to the bathroom. Like, don't. To, they like just climb. They just get it. Up. All you have to do is kind of like cat. You don't even have to cat proof your house. It's more about you becoming okay with the fact that your cat is gonna climb on top of all your counters because they like Ugh. high places. So it's like you yeah, need to no. make sure you're okay with hair. That's also a no for me. But with all of this being said, from now on, you're gonna be the person that. They do so much construction here in the morning. It's so annoying. Yeah, if y'all hear background noise, please forgive. Yeah. You are now in charge of always asking the, like, intro the, question. Okay, bet. So, guys, today we wanted to kind of have a more personal episode and mm-hmm. talk to you guys more so about our testimonies because we touched on them in the first very like intro episode just as like an introduction yeah but um and we've kind of mentioned a few things in our lives throughout the past like few episodes but we thought it would be a really good idea for us to just talk about like our huge i guess testimony like in depth in details yeah um and we wanted to dedicate a whole episode to that so Mm -hmm. yeah okay i have a couple verses that i wanted to read just to talk about the importance of testimony and why it's even why our testimonies even matter and why we're sharing it so in the gospels uh, we see a lot about how testimony is used to produce faith and so when jesus had his ministry um, a lot of the signs and wonders that he did he would then tell people to well sometimes he told people not to say anything but a lot of times he would tell people to say something and go home and spread um what they had witnessed and a lot of times that testimony or that that witness that people gave led to faith for themselves and for other people so uh that's part of the power of testimony i'm just going to read mark 5 verse 19 which is kind of related on this topic it said and this was after jesus had i think he had healed a demon possessed man um so um he says and he did not permit him but said to him go home to your friends and tell them how much the lord has done for you and how much he has had mercy on you and he went away and began to proclaim in the decapolis how much Jesus had done for him and everyone marveled. So that shows you a little bit about Jesus' ministry and how he used testimony to spread his message. And yeah, another verse um, that talks about testimony is actually in Revelation and in chapter 12 in verses 10, 11. Um, It says, And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives, even unto death. So, just shows you. so beautiful. Yeah, I I love that. It's kind of like, it's kind of in the middle of something, so it's like, definitely a lot of context needed context needed but even still we can just see the power of testimony and how like it's encouraged for us to share our testimony throughout the bible so yeah okay with that preface Bri, would you like to what i like to start i want to yeah. add something too yeah because, what's that? um that was like with the story that you gave mm-hmm. the story of the woman at the well was oh. like i felt like a really big a picture of like testimony mm-hmm. because after like jesus tells her like who she is and who she's with and right. all that and like who he is she's like 
she just leaves every she leaves her bucket there and she just runs back and tells everyone that is so true and then they all are like they it says i think in the bible i don't want to say anything but it says it in the bible that like they believed because of, of her testimony, her testimony. she yeah. was like come meet a man that told me everything i've ever done yeah and it was just like oh it's beautiful gosh. yeah like it's so powerful um and then i also feel like testimony is important just because we said or not we said but the bible says you know mm-hmm. faith comes by hearing yeah like just uh, even a simple thing it may not have directly said testimony but guess what like you hear testimonies and yep. your faith grows like i feel like in the past like few months really like earlier on in those months mm-hmm. i was like in need of my faith and hope being resparked, and i just knew in my heart like i felt it in my heart that god was like you need to watch some testimony videos Ooh, you need to see yeah. what i have done for other, other people, people so that you can it's inspiring yes it's so inspiring and it re-sparks your faith and your hope and everything so mm. i just wanted to add those things no that's awesome that's perfect but yeah okay let me think where were you in the year of our lord in 2003 to life <laughs> where were you in the year of our lord in 2000 Aren't you born in, oh no, you're born in 2004. No, I was born in 2004. Oh crap. Oh my gosh, we're so young, guys. They're gonna 2004. Be like, what? Yeah. I'm an 04 baby. 04 baby, stand up. Sit down. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sit down. <laughs> She's an 04 baby, stand up. And the crowd said, yeah. Okay, but anyways, so yes, 03, born, happy in the womb, happy in oh. the earth. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, what was what was your faith like, faith life, at? Wow, guys, I'm gonna start that over. This whole what was your episode has <laughs> been all over the place. It's because it's the morning. Like, I just had my first cup of coffee. Like, it's just like, okay. So, yeah. What was your faith life at home when you were young? Like, how were you, like what was okay, what was what was the faith like in your home? Was it a priority? Was it you know? Yeah. When you were younger. So faith life at home. Mm-hmm. Faith life at home. So growing up, my family, you know, Christians, like, Mm -hmm. obviously, like, Mm -hmm. my mom was definitely, like, the mom who always had, like, the gospel station on, (laughs) always, like, do you listen to anything else, like, very much, just, like, always, always, always there, very, like, we're so, we were all very aware that, like, yes, Jesus. I just have so many, like, little memories of, like, that being, like, my you know when i was a baby like preschool it was christian school mm-hmm. i've pretty much been a christian school my whole life mm-hmm. like so i learned a lot about god through um the school's teaching and not necessarily from the people there just right. more like how we studied the bible and like how we'd have chapels and like worship times and all that stuff like mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much of a blessing that was back then, obviously. Yeah. Um, but all the way through middle school, pretty much, I had, we were in Christian schools. And, like, mm-hmm. on Sundays, it was church. So, like, it was very, very much a Christian household. Except the gag is, mm-hmm. I was, like, not the one carrying my faith. Like, it was, it was, like, I don't want to say it was everything around me, but it essentially was. And I remember... When school ended and I knew I was about to start high school, the whole year I think we talked about like God being real or like 
purpose of God or like something like that. And mm-hmm. like we studied the entire Old Testament. And I just remember thinking like, I have nowhere to like apply this stuff. Like mm-hmm. I go to school and there's not like everything is so structured to be perfect like i'm not allowed to choose anything wrong essentially you know yeah and if i did you know ever mess up like i was very much like in trouble for that and i say that i mentioned that because that showed me like what my family valued at that time and Mm -hmm. like the things that at least i thought that they valued and um i don't know i've as time has gone on i really realized that the school i went to did it didn't like raise me but mm-hmm. you know how we were talking about like how how innocent school raises children yes. like because you're there almost more than you're with your parents and at home yeah yeah it's just like i i don't know and and yeah so that was pretty much like my little like upbringing mm-hmm. but even though i was saying like oh i don't have a place to apply this i don't want to get i don't want anyone to be thinking that I was just some type of, like, holy Christian kid. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I was just one of those, like, good people. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, just a okay, like, person. Like, I wasn't, I guess, like, deeply walking with God. I mean, I was saying my prayers and I would talk to him, like, whenever I needed something. And, mm-hmm. like, about boys or about like, <laughs> friendships. I'd be like, God, like, give me this man. Give me, give me, give me. And yeah. so, like, which I, I didn't realize, like, other people, like, didn't do that but i still don't count that as like i feel like it's significant but like yeah i still don't um that's not how i would want my life to ever look like again like just praying when i need something yeah when i want something or how shallow those conversations kind of always were you know Mm -hmm. then i got to high school and And this was not a christian school this was not this is a public school pretty much and so I was so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, not for Jesus. I was just mm-hmm. excited. I was like, I can finally be here. Like, cause we had to wear uniforms and stuff and I love fashion. And so I was like, I just want to, I can finally wear what I want to wear. Like yeah. I can finally step, like it's going to be great. Like I was so excited. And, um, honestly, like the fruits of my elementary middle school life just like showed up in my high school life if that made sense like mm-hmm. one thing since this will be a very personal and vulnerable episode mm-hmm. like one thing that I've always like I wouldn't say like struggled with mm-hmm. but like it's something that's always been there is boys okay, like yeah. that has been my thing everyone has a thing mm-hmm. mine has been boys like mm-hmm. everyone it may be drinking, it may be this, it may be that, maybe smoking, it may be whatever, maybe pride. My thing was guys and the guys that I was like always I was always attaching myself to somebody. It was mm-hmm. just it was ridiculous. I don't know how my friends made it through my life. <laughs> but like how your friends made it through. No, like because my friends are so real. That's why I'm like, I can't how how can I drop my high school? Like, you know, like mm-hmm. how can I like they literally had so much patience for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah. Okay, so then you're out of Christian school. You're getting into public school, right? Yeah. You said you're struggling. Well, your thing was boys. So then how did your faith start to evolve as you went through public school? That's actually so crazy. My faith really started to evolve 
because of boys. Like, mm. because of the people that I was attaching myself to. Like, all these guys, like, they just, like, they sucked. I mean, they were not good. But it's, mm-hmm. like, every time that I messed up with one of them or, like, I, I don't know, something went wrong, it was, like, I look at it, I look back at it now, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, I knew to go to God because, like, my like, upbringing said, like, I, I, I knew where to run to when trouble came and that's something I'm really grateful for Mm -hmm. because when I felt really like depressed or really sad and like I didn't have any joy because I felt like everyone around me was just like sucking it out of me all the guys I was attaching myself to were just like Mm -hmm. you know like just pulling it out of me yeah it was just like like I knew to run to God and I it wasn't it wasn't like some huge like shift that would happen in those moments it Mm. was just something that would happen gradually okay and yeah i just i'm not and i don't even want to credit it with saying like i knew to run to god it was just like god kept like knocking on my door every Mm -hmm. time and um so i would get with the guy and then he would suck and then i would cry about as a god Mm. or i did something that would completely suck and me dealing with those hard moments was me like going to god and i remember like in the summertime between like my like high school school years like Mm -hmm. those would be the times when i'd find myself closest to god Mm -hmm. just because i like one i didn't have anyone else around me distracting me yeah but two that was like that was time i could really deal with the hurts and things that i was like going through i guess yeah does that make sense yeah it does so i just would always find him there and that's when I like started listening to like different sermons and things and Mm. I mean I'm I'm still being vague I had some very 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 low points very Mm. low points because of the people I kept around me and that's what like caused me to like call on God and be like hi I need some help I don't know what I'm doing right and it's just been it was yeah I see so since then, when do you feel like your faith has taken the turn to where it is now? Or the transition started to so that you could be where you are now? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I feel like normally I credit it to, like, I had this really intense, not intense, but, like, it was a sad little breakup for me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I, like, had an encounter with God that I had never had before. And I just, you know, leave it there. Mm-hmm. But... I when I look back now, I feel like a like it didn't start then. It started in those times in early high school when I was crying out to God mm-hmm. and needed help and he was helping me. And um and so because of like that always happening in the summer, I always associated breaks from school with time to be close with God. Interesting. Yeah, so I would get so excited when I get on breaks because even though I knew it would, it would be painful because I'd probably, I, I mean, I'd be alone. It mm-hmm. was like excitement there because I knew I'd get to encounter Jesus, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so like junior <clears throat> year for me was the pandemic and I was dating this guy and uh, I remember when the pandemic came around, I was like, I think, I can't even remember. The week that it came, I didn't even go to school. But it wasn't because of the pandemic. It was because 
I had stayed up so late to do like homework mm. and I told my mom I was like I just can't go to school like yeah. I just can't I'm too tired and she let me sleep in and then I think the next day we got the message that like oh Dang. like COVID is here so like no school for us and it was just for the week and then it turned out to you know obviously mm-hmm. be way longer than that but um but yeah and when that message came of like no school this i hope this isn't insensitive but i was most definitely like praise god i yeah. can finally like i was like i can get close to god now yeah wow, they're really breaking stuff up there <laughs> but i was like yeah i can get close to god now like it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome and um and yeah and uh, i'm not gonna say like oh that just happened so perfectly but I didn't really know what was about to come my way mm-hmm. because I learned so much about myself in that time. And honestly, like there were just, there were just like so, I don't even think I've even told you some of the things that I was going through. Cause mm-hmm. I still, I feel like I'm still being pretty like vague, mm-hmm. but there were just so many problems and issues that I was dealing with, like attachment, mm-hmm. attachment to certain friends, needing to be validated, and always like needing to be around people who could like, affirm me and stuff like that and like let me know that I can do this and that I can do that and Mm -hmm. blah 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 and like I don't know yeah not really after but like in the mix of all this Jesus came Mm -hmm. and he turned my life around right after a breakup and Mm -hmm. uh, I was like what's the actual world is my life right now (laughs) and I just remember after that like immediately after that happening like God just like coming in and I just remember he gave me like this this little vision of mm. myself that I had never seen before, and he was like, he, he just let me know like you're not gonna be the same after this one. Yeah. Like, each summer you go back and go back to school and you go back to how you used to be, but this time you're not. Mm. You're not about to go back. And I was like, well, have it your way, I guess. And you literally did not go back. <laughs> I literally have not gone back. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And in that time, we worked through like so many different things, but like. And obviously, there's still way more to, like, my story than just, like, you know, what I mentioned. But I will say that, like, what's, I don't know. I don't even want to call it what I'm most comfortable with sharing. But I know, like, just the people that I would attach myself to constantly were, like, the reason why my downfall was just Mm. so imminent, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And even after that, my life was not perfect. There were so many things we had to work through. Like, yeah. it was just, like, a starting point. Mm-hmm. And it's been hard, but it's been so rewarding and so cool. And now it's so crazy because people, I don't know, like, when I meet people now and I talk to them, I feel like they kind of have this subconscious thing going where they think that I can't relate to them mm-hmm. and maybe what they're going through or that I've never struggled with certain things now which obviously i'm not saying that's cool but i'm just like wow like a few years ago had i not had that encounter like they they you know like it would be like yeah like i'm right there with you but now i'm able to like pull people up and the fact that they can't even see that that used to be me Mm -hmm. is like an evidence of like how much god has really like transformed yeah yeah so what would you say the differences between your life like the biggest difference that you see between your life then and now Oh my gosh, everything. Like, actually, but okay. I I mean, it's interesting because I'm talking to you about, like, the attachments that I had to people, mm-hmm. and then I started attaching myself to Jesus, 
and then the people around me really started to change Mm -hmm. because the next time that I was around people was college right and it's just a whole new I mean every person that I've considered close in my time here when I line them up with someone that I considered close in high school it's Mm -hmm. just like my whole and all my problems are different now like they're on a different level now like my worst day here was my best day yeah in, my, in high school in middle school and whatever right and so but I, i'd say like the biggest difference i've seen is like the people that he's brought into my life mm-hmm. because they've just guided me and shaped me like so much you know yeah yeah like you oh <laughs> oh my god thanks snap <laughs> snaps for me snaps for sin Good job. Good job. Thank you did a good you. job. I loved your testimony. Thank I you. think that um I think that the I think actually that I can relate to your testimony a lot. Like we have kind of similar testimonies, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people in our generation do because of the pandemic. I feel like most people I've talked to like the pandemic was their um, pandemic was like their thing. turning point. Yeah. Mhm. I feel like the the wheels on my boat Whatever the engine, the it had a bus. major. The wheels on that magic school bus, and that me. <laughs> no, that was actually foul. That's so bad. Why we did not talk about that on here. Yeah, it's like horrible people. <laughs> but no, yeah. Anywho, but yeah, it was. It was so many things God's delivered me from, just like sexual things, guys. Always like the music that I listen to. Yeah. Obviously, what I can take, what the words that I say. I used to cuss like all the time it's just so like you know the everything I, I used to listen to everything i used to listen to everything pop smoke was always on the playlist oh, like geez. everything and even like i grew up dancing and like even the way it's so small but it's like even the songs that i would dance to or the way that i would dance or feel comfortable dancing mm. was just like something that i could never even think about doing now and yeah. it's like yeah sure partying wasn't my thing drinking Mm -hmm. and smoking and i feel like that was just god's grace over me yeah of like even though he even though i didn't know what was coming for me he made sure that those desires stayed checked Mm -hmm. because for some reason i never had a desire to do those things right i never had a desire to meet a guy and like have sex with him Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. i never had that desire like who i'm dating i'm just gonna be with Mm -hmm. i desired to get married but it wasn't like a spiritual thing it was like or if i know he's the one then but I'll have to be like way later because I can't afford to have a kid. So and yeah. I'm not taking any risk. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I just want to throw that last part in there because mm-hmm. I feel like those are still like super important things. Even like down to the way I dress. Like mm-hmm. we want we want everyone to know that I have a very small waist. Like we. Okay, <laughs> that's literally how it was. Like just everything. Like and if you, I don't. It's just like so many things. The list of things can just go on and on and it's like i never want to go back Mm -hmm. i never want to go back to those desires i never want to go back to to being impure i never want to go back to like feeling like i have to just like be naked to be cute i never Mm. i just never want to go back to like listening to all the rap music i was listening to all the demonic stuff that i was just filling my mind with 24 7 and create like i just don't want that i like Oh my gosh, and it's just so, it makes me so happy that I don't want those things Good. anymore, you know? He really does change your desires, which he is does. the coolest part, because it's like, you can see, like, I feel like other people can see a lot of changes in you, but I feel like your desire shifting is one that, like, we can really see in ourselves. It's yeah, crazy. that's so true. That's such an internal thing. Yeah. 
I, my testimony isn't too crazy, to be honest with you. And that's fine. Yeah, it's I feel like we talked about this we before. We have about, like, what God has kept you from. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that your testimony, some people would consider different testimonies shorter or cleaner than others. Like, it doesn't matter because that's the list of things God has kept you from. Your testimony could be 10 pages long. Right. Or you could have come back saying that I did this and I did this but the Lord. And that's, that's actually all, true. Right. That, those things are all good. But it's like, even when you met God, you still had so many elements of your purity that were like maintained you know yes so definitely okay so um i was trying to figure out why my mic is tilted because it's bothering me okay do you have a question for me yes i do i want you to talk about your growing up life and your home life growing up i um wow okay growing up i'm the oldest sibling of two so it was just me, my parents, my mom, my dad, and we moved to where we live now. Um, and I remember always, like, from a young age, there was always, like, God was always the center of the conversation in my house. Um, he was always, always present, whether that was through music, whether that was through conversation, whether that was through what we were watching. Like, from a very young age, I remember always having that influence. Um and <laughs> I I did not go to Christian school. I went to public school, so she made it out alive. Yeah, that just blows. Made friend. it out like, the trenches. That's by the grace of God. No, yeah, <laughs> the trenches. <laughs> yeah, but girl. yeah, so I went to public school, which my kids will not be going to. But that's another <laughs> conversation. Um, so yeah, public school. But my home life was very God centered. So it was kind of like this dichotomy of of having absolute like. <laughs> absolute like trash during the day but i would come home and like <laughs> she's absolute trash that is so funny and in terms of like in terms of like the influences like yeah. the influences at school were not that great but at home i i was my parents were very good about building a solid foundation that was christ so even though i didn't get that knowledge from school my parents made sure from a young age that i had the knowledge of god um which i love so much mm-hmm. i you like that like, yeah, I no, they were that. they were amazing. Yeah. Um, it was to the point where I resented it, though, because I was just so sick of always, like, can we ever talk about anything else? Like, why are y'all always talking about God? Like, at the dinner table, it's always talking about something like, like you know. Spiritual, yeah. Yeah, and it, it was to the point where I resented it. I don't now, but when I was younger and growing up, like, it was like, I would like, <laughs> I would be excited to go to school because I was like, I don't have to yeah, talk about God, is. you yeah. know? um so it was it was definitely some resentment there but definitely now I appreciate it so much because it it was that foundation that provided like a like a safeguard for all the things that I was going to experience at school and because I had that foundation and that knowledge all the things at school that you're presented with all these different philosophies and beliefs and craziness like you have you have something to stand on that is like more solid so yeah that was kind of growing up and then um yeah so I would say probably when I got to my faith was always kind of just like knowledge of God I I wouldn't say it was really a relationship with God like like I said I kind of resented it but we would go to church my parents would always talk about it so I had a lot of bible knowledge um but I never really read the bible for myself I never really like was interested or curious um High school, I would say, was when things is is really what I can remember more. So I'll just go ahead and skip to that. Like, 
high school, my first two years of high school, freshman year and sophomore year, um, was really just like, I feel like my rebellious stage because... <laughs> Sid was an emo rebel. No, anyways, not, let's forget not the emo. emo. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not an emo girl. But like... I was, like, such a Disney kid. Like, I felt like I was, like, a Disney Channel character. Like, oh. but, like, I, I, too, felt like I was just, like, a good, decent person. Like, a good person, yeah. quote, unquote. Like, because of the morals and values that my family established, I knew right from wrong, like, very, very clearly. So, it yeah. was never to a point where, like, I was doing things that I didn't know were wrong. It's like, no, I, I blatantly knew what I was doing. Yeah. Except it wasn't, like, a spiritual thing, though, was it? Like, you know, mm, like, a mean? moral thing that they yeah. may have, like... Even though their their reason they did it was coming from the spirit, for you it wasn't. If you chose not to do something, was it because the Holy Spirit was blowing you from it, or was mm. it just like, okay, I knew my parents yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was more of a moral standard. Yeah, okay. I don't think I really had the Holy Spirit because I didn't really necessarily like have a relationship with God yet. I hadn't really surrendered my life. Like I was, it was in my head, but it wasn't in my heart. No, I know. You know, girl, I know. So. Yeah, so I would go to school. Um, I would be at home. I would act one way. I would go to school and be a different person. But I still feel like I had those kind of... Oh, my mommy texted me. I had those morals and <laughs> those morals and standards. So I wasn't too crazy at school, but definitely like was very heavily influenced by by um, by friends and by other people at school just because like I was starting to root my identity in what other people thought about me instead of... Please, you know, instead of praise. You know <laughs> so... Yeah, so I was starting to find my identity and trying to, like, fit in with everybody else. Like, I didn't want to be, like, I didn't really want to be set apart, to be honest with you. I was just trying to fit in. So that led to listening to, like you said, listening to everything everybody listens to, watching everything everybody listens to, talking like everybody. Like, but as soon as I got home, like, I would flip that switch and be back to, you know. Being a good kid. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was just a lot of that. It was a lot of um, broken identity. It was a lot of just trying to fit in. Um, it was, like, a lot of large friend groups and really impersonal relationships, I feel Mm -hmm. like, instead of, like, having some really close, deep, yeah, so I think I always desired some type of intimacy with someone very, very closely, but I just had so much built-up resentment towards God that I never really sought him out. Yeah, he's Um, he's not an option. Yeah, I was like, that's for my parents, like, I'm not trying to do all that. Um, so then sophomore year... Uh, I feel like also my thing, one of my things that was kind of like a source of identity was boys too, but it wasn't really like a, it, I wouldn't say. Who I, as bad I, as me? We get it. No, get no, it. no. We That's understand. not what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say that like, I'm a lover girl, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm a hopeless romantic, whatever. She is. But the thing is like, because of my parents and my moral standards, I always had a very high standard even yeah. still for choosing relationships so I had never dated anybody like yeah even though I technically like there were people I liked and talked yeah, to interested in yeah like, you know yeah. and like we would talk or whatever whatever but I never really dated anyone just because I knew that I had like this high standard yeah. that I knew I needed to maintain so never dated anyone but definitely started to root my identity and what people thought about me what boys thought about me blah blah yeah. blah uh then fast forward to the pandemic too like it was the first time being like isolated and all of a sudden my identity was snatched away because I didn't have everyone around me anymore telling me, you know, who you are, who I am. Yeah. So I felt kind of lost. And I remember just like, I remember crying 
Bro, I'm so emotional. But you and me both. No, we cry over I, everything. I cried yesterday because I cried yesterday over something really silly. I'm gonna think of it and I'll let you know. But um okay, anyways. I do you think Sid cries a little bit more than me? No, but I cry I like every met single one that cries but, more than me. But also I'm on my period, so when I'm on my period it's like time multiply by a hundred what I already tap am. Tap her and she'll just sob. Yeah, like but I happy cry a lot. Like, I don't sad cry a lot. I happy cry a lot. Not cry when I'm sad, but, like, I'll also cry she when I'm really cry happy. She is sad. Yeah. She's a little Kim Kardashian cry when she's sad. Girl, anyways. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, pandemic, my identity was kind of snatched away, and I was like, dang, like, who am I, bro? And so, I remember crying um, in my house, and my dad was like, you should listen to worship I music. And I was like, you should listen to worship music. <laughs> Like, why would I want to do that? Why are you talking to me? Like, come on, bro. Like, I'm not trying to do that. Like, y'all already played enough. Like, I'm not going to turn it on by myself. So I turned it on and (laughs) I turned it on. I was like, let me just be obedient. And I turned it on and I ended up, like, crying. (laughs) Newsflash, I cried. (laughs) I cried even more. But, um, yeah, it was just like, it was like the most intimate I had ever felt with God. It was like, it felt like a warm hug. You're like, he gets me. Yeah, it was like, I, it was one of those times, the first times that I strongly felt the presence of the Holy Spirit, and like, I felt the presence of God with me, and I was like, wow, I'm not alone, you know? And then, I cried more, and then, um, I think I was also talking to someone at this point, and then it, the reason I was crying, I think, is because I had talked, I was talking to someone, and then it like, ended, and then I was sad, because we had been friends before that. It wasn't like we were dating or anything, but it was just like, a loss of a close friendship so yeah that was that had made me sad but it was actually kind of the catalyst to like me turning to god and so i remember i was sitting on my bed after the whole encounter worship music thing the next day and i was scrolling through youtube and um this youtube video came up and it was this guy named ray comfort have you heard of him i think so he does um he does evangelism like street preaching and stuff but a lot of his ministry is doing like interviews with um non-believers and he'll just interview them ask them questions and kind of like witness that way which i thought was really awesome and so um one of his videos popped up and i clicked on it and i was like "Hmm, let me look at it you know let me just check it out (laughs) i'm feeling close to god or whatever so i clicked it and um his video came up and he was talking about he uses the old he uses the um he uses the Ten Commandments to kind of expose people's sin and show them that they're not good people mm-hmm. and that they need a savior. So I was watching that and I was listening to it and I had always thought because I had knowledge of God that I was like a good enough person and that would be enough right. to get me to heaven, right? But I knew that like it required more than that because my parents always taught me like correct doctrine, but also it was just like it had never clicked in my head until I was listening to him talk about the Ten Commandments and I was like, wow, like I really do need to get more serious about this because like this is like this is really, really important. Like, this is eternal. So I started, like, eating his videos up. And I was like, wow. It just hit me, like, I don't know who I am. And, like, I I really need to find out who who this Jesus dude is, like, for myself, not through my parents anymore. Yeah. So started consuming a lot of content and just, like, bought a Bible I bought that little when, blue. When you buy the Bible. Yeah. Because why was that, like, one of my first purchases after I got a job? Yeah. And, like, after that encounter, I had just mm-hmm. gotten a job. Yeah. And I was like, okay. It's my little it's blue, time. my little blue ESV Crossway Bible. Oh, yeah. My Crossway <laughs> study Bible. Shout out Crossway. But, <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Sponsor us. I still, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still use that Bible to this day. And it's like, that was my first Bible. And I started studying. And, like, I bought some journals to, like, write out what I was learning. Yes. And. 
that was when I first really like started really getting excited about it and so yeah that was kind of wow that was like way beyond the question you asked but that no, was like my whole kind that of story. Was such a great story and I think after that like I was able to go this was my sophomore year so I was able to go back to school like the end of junior year so I went back to school and I was just like a completely different person because I had so much time like in isolation to yeah. kind of like let God transform me and like fill me with new fruit yeah. you know and new desires so I went back to school and I was a completely different person which I feel like everybody kind of was in a sense yeah but I was just such a different person You're in such changed. a drastic yeah, yeah in such a drastic way so I remember walking through school that first year back and feeling so alone though because I was like everybody's so excited to be back here and to be quite honest with you I was not excited to be back in that environment because I, I wasn't enjoying it anymore like my identity is not here anymore yeah. you know yeah so I remember feeling so alone but I was like I remembered also in the moment recognizing that this is the time for me to lean on God and like really just involve him in my day so I would just pray throughout the day like that I kind of missed that time because that was when I was closest to to like involving God in my every single day and he really was my best friend because I I didn't I didn't really have that many close intimate friends like that yeah at the time so like that, I kind of missed that period because, like, I, I, I just talked to him throughout the day and he was, like, the only person I really, like, talked to. And it was so pure and so genuine. And, like, he really got me through that year. And I remember I remember praying for friends, but I always knew it would come in his timing. Like, I wasn't... Stressed about Yeah, I wasn't too pressed about it. So, eventually, like, the end of junior year, maybe it was beginning of senior year, I met these two guys. And um, I don't remember how. I don't remember how at all. I just remember, like... I knew one of them, I didn't know the other one, but they both went to my school, and we just ended up becoming friends, and they were also, they had also started, you know, getting serious with their faith during the pandemic, so it was like, we all had kind of a similar story, and we just came together, and I don't know, I can't remember how, how we got connected, but it was the craziest thing, and then they became two of my best friends, and we just like, we would hang out, we would go to church and stuff, like, their youth group was really close to the school, so we would just hang out over there, and like, that was just, like, a really, like, crazy, like, I know God is real experience. Because I was, like, I had nobody, and he literally just brought me these two people out of nowhere, which was wild. And so, yeah, we just kind of, we were, like, close for that year. And it was, like, God started to bring me more and more people that, like, were really, truly seeking him. And, like, yeah. wanted to leave all the rest, all the old stuff that we had before behind. So, yeah. it was really beautiful. And, yeah, now I feel like... um since coming to college, like, I already talked about this in one of the episodes, but, like, summer before college, it was kind of a backsliding period, but not, nothing too crazy, but it was just, like, I, in this new environment, almost started to slip back into this, like, That's, identity thing. Okay, wait, but that is so crazy that, like, all of that was happening while I was here. Like, mm-hmm. you, like the mm-hmm. two stories, and then they're starting and to, And then like, I just, like, collide, yeah. Because while you're going through that, I'm, like, going through my yeah. year here, and I'm, like, what the world? And I'm going through everything, I know. and you're in the mean. And then it, it like, overlaps. So I know. So, actually. That's actually it's like, wild. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, he did that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I feel like now it's just been, like, like adjusting to college and getting in a routine of like how to involve God and how to like you know deal with everything that comes with college is is good but I think being in the public school experience like helped prepare me for that especially my last two years of high school um 
so yeah like i don't know now I, there's definitely new temptations that i've had to deal with since coming to college yeah. um which is just life um but you know i think that like i've really this year has been really big this past year has been really big for me just like very i've learned so much and i've like gained so many close like relationships including you so yeah. i just feel like i like god is putting me through this period now where it's like forming my life relationships like my my like four lifers you know yes your four lifers your like my closest friends. people you know yeah so i'm just like i'm 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 trying to really just like let him show me purpose and i think one of one of those things is this like I've never I don't get yeah. excited like I get excited about some things like I've never work seen related excited about anything yeah but like I just love this like this this makes my heart swell like the this makes me feel major too like yeah I do love I do what you do there. I do love what I do but, but it's like that you, this, this you're is like, like fulfilling this is like yeah <laughs> it's like oh if, if we never gain another listener I would still be so excited to do this like every week yeah. like it's just, this is my dream, like, doing some type of ministry, and, like, I feel like God is revealing to me more and more now, like, what my actual, like, dream and purpose is, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I don't know, I love this, and I, and I love, I love this season that I'm in right now, because God is just delivering me from so much recently, like, some, like, habitual stuff. I think oh, we're wow. gonna do a episode on habitual sin. We should. I, I already wrote it out, because I was, like. I want that to be an honest episode, because we have some yeah. things. I have some things. Yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just, I just, he's been delivering me from so much recently that I've just been like, like trudging through for a minute, minute. So, I just think I'm on like a good path right now, and all of that is included. Like your testimony doesn't end when you get saved. Like your testimony continues all throughout your life. Wait, this is. I was literally thinking that. I was like, this is the start of our Mm -hmm. story. Like we're just telling y'all how this is like the prequel to the real story. Yeah. Like most people feel like testimonies, and I I feel like that comes with the fact that a lot of people have testimonies when they're older. Right. Like a lot of people don't have like young like mm-hmm. how we are like mm-hmm. young just testimonies of like okay now we're choosing to live right now not when we're 40 right and you hear so many of those and it's like well no <laughs> no offense but it's like now i mean your time's kind of up here yeah. like you know you lived it up and then the last 20 years you got right that's yeah. great but like you know and so i know even i mean of course even if that's you then like there is still more to your story after that but for us for anyone listening who's like young which is a most of our audience like, yeah yeah this is for you whatever your testimony is the time that you came to jesus like that is just the start like yeah. this is just backstory for the real story yeah you know? like yeah, this yeah. isn't the this is not the story. end like because like, my we, whole first year of college is a testimony no, itself. i was gonna say like we should do a christian not a christian testimony episode but like because it's not a, a testimony continued it's like post christ like yeah post salvation yeah post salvation yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay i agree high. yeah we'll do a part two to this for sure yes because yeah, this yeah. whole first year has been a testimony in and of itself like i have gone through more this year than i think in my entire life who are you combined who are you telling so but that's when you that's when your faith gets strongest is when you're going through like the toughest crap yeah yeah like when you're really really struggling with your faith when it's tested when it's yeah. tried when it's like that's yeah. when you come out strongest you know yeah barbie burning off those chains and everything in it it's like <laughs> the fire is a little hot guys thank you so much for all the encouraging messages you've been sending yes. it literally makes us so like we giddy. were like in the car just like smiling ear to yeah ear. like 
thank y'all so much. Please, like, please understand how much we love doing this. And it's, like, y'all, y'all's encouragement and y'all's prayers, like, really, really, wow. really do mean a lot. And it makes us so excited. We love you guys. You guys are the sweetest. Continue to send us, talk to us, like, send us messages, talk to us. Yeah. Let us know anything that you're going through or, like, what you guys may need help with or, like, advice on because mm-hmm. we love to continue doing that. Um I feel like we never say, like, remember to, like, follow and, like, rate and, like, comment. Yeah. We don't really, I mean. Oh, yeah. In theory, we encourage you guys to do that, but, like, yeah. Yeah, like, like, follow us on Instagram if you don't, because we do more engagement on there. Yeah. That's, like, the the best way to probably communicate with us or if you have any questions or anything. And then Spotify has, like, little interactive things for you guys, too. Yeah. Participate in those. DM us. Text us. We love you guys. Y'all, we got some big things coming. Some yeah. really, really big, exciting, yeah. freaking things. We're so pumped. Like, there's some really cool things in the works, and I think y'all are going to be hopefully as excited as we are. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's been a long time coming at this point, but oh, yeah. we're excited. A lot of cool things happening. We want to, like, we want to just, like, put all, we want to put everything we got into this. Yeah. Because this is, like, this is important. Like, this is, this is. This is us. This I just, yeah. Lives, this is know? exciting. Anything else can fade away, but this is, like, this whole thing this yeah. is forever this is know? yeah yeah we love you guys so much i have class in one minute so she does and thank you guys so much for tuning in we love you guys so much follow us on instagram at holy girl hotline if you have not already and we'll see you next week with another episode Mm-mm. Mm-mm.